Today's show is sponsored by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. Go to Cufflinks.com slash DVR today and use code DESIGNER25 now until the 12th to save 25% off all the designers you love, baby. Constantino, John Leslie, Smathers, Branson, Dune Jewelry, Jacob & Co., Designer25. You know Cufflinks.com has all that great, great geek stuff that you like. DC, Marvel, also the NFL, NBA, MLB, all that stuff you love. But don't forget, they have the classics, the great designers, and this is the time to get them. 25% off. Use code DESIGNER20 at cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Welcome to the Bachelor Party Podcast Facebook group podcast. My co-host is Sarah of Sarah's Season of The Bachelor, and my name is Axel of Axel's Season of The Bachelor. Today we'll be talking about Bachelor in Paradise Season 6, Episodes 1 and 2. This podcast is part of the DVR Podcast Network, and you can find out more about us and our other podcasts at DVRpodcast.com. As a matter of fact, I'll be covering Mindhunter with Heath Sentazo when Season 2 drops on Netflix on August 16th. Also, Ken and I are covering all of Veronica Mars. Season 4, Episode 5 drops Friday, but that's enough of that. Let's get to it. Sarah, how are you doing? Hey, Axel. I'm doing great. I'm I'm very excited to be doing this with you today. Yeah, this is exciting. This is... We should just start out by saying that anyone, if you're listening, if you're from the uh, Facebook group, hello and thank you for listening and downloading this podcast basically started by us both listening to the Ringer Bachelor Party podcast hosted by our queen, Juliet. Our queen. All praise. And uh, I put out a call. I've been podcasting for about 11 years. And I put out a call and said, hey, is anyone interested, a woman that wants to podcast with me? Because I've been watching The Bachelor. I'm married, been married 10 years. I've been watching The Bachelor for, I figured it out. I know my wife for, thir- so I guess 14 or f- like 14 years I've been watching this show before I met her. Um, and I've always wanted to podcast I've been about this. I've been podcasting for 11 years about Westworld, Game of Thrones, all this kind of stuff, but never reality. And a couple people uh, responded and more than a couple nice uh, women that I got to speak with and uh, Sarah fit the bill. <laughs> so we're doing this. So we're doing uh, it. Let's. I mean, this is actually only the second time we've ever spoken. It is, which is actually <laughs> kind of crazy. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, <laughs> we're jumping right in, and we're doing it. And uh, we are doing it. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit? And me too. Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. So I am from right outside of DC. Um, I definitely would call myself a a Bachelor fan in, in the modern era. Um, I started watching in Caitlin Bristow's season and fell in love with Ben Higgins, and then the rest is history. Um, so I definitely, you know, Chris being on this season of Bachelor in Paradise, he's a little bit before my time, but uh, <laughs> I... I've been a loyal uh, viewer ever since Caitlin Bristow's season, for sure. That's awesome. And how yeah. long? And I've been listening to Juliet, of course, back when it was Juliet and Jacoby, which for me is 
really the best. I and I I'm like a podcast fanatic. The first thing I got an iPad iPod in like 2004 or five or something, and the first thing I did was download podcasts because I love talk radio and I always did radio. And they, to me, and I've listened to so many podcasts, are maybe the best podcast tandem ever. They have such a natural way together. And uh, I've been listening to that, I think, since episode one. Have you been listening that long, too? What's your history with with the uh, Bachelor Party podcast? So I think I discovered it maybe a year and a half ago. Um, I want to say it was definitely around Becca's season. and yeah, I've been hooked ever since. I, I never miss an episode. It's phenomenal. That's awesome. And yeah. they, uh, they have led us here to this day, uh, this important day, where we can be talking about Bachelor in Paradise. But first, we want to get to our man from last season, oh. who's still on everyone's minds. <laughs> you already hear the sigh. I don't, all I have to do is allude to Tyler. And there will be a woman sighing somewhere and probably a man going, yeah, bro. Um, What is up with Tyler now he's dating? Who can you explain to me? I'm 45 years old. You're a bit younger than me. (laughs) I believe her name is Gigi Hadid. She yes, that is okay. her name. She's she's a famous model. She's <laughs> she's good friends with with my girl Kendall Jenner. Okay. Um and there was a big to-do back when the season was still running that Gigi and Tyler followed each other on Instagram, but no one really thought anything of it at the time. And then right after he spends the night with Hannah, we see him at the bar with Gigi. I didn't believe it at first. I said, oh, it was just a coincidence. They're both like models. Like they're probably just at an event. But then everything else comes out that he's going on a second date with her. I'm upset. I wanted him to be with Hannah, but (laughs) it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, I was talking to my wife who I, my wife, Perry, that I watch all these shows with. And it's almost like he so quickly eclipsed the show. You know, he was like, okay, addendum let me go on one date with hannah that's over all right now i'm a superstar (laughs) yeah like he's no longer being referred to as tyler from the bachelorette he's just tyler cameron yeah like people just know who he is now and and you know what i gotta say good for this dude i hope that he is able to bank some of this money and having a good experience and Mm -hmm. learn and go out there and have fun um I I think that he should just go like you with the modeling thing for now, right? Do that. But I have to say, unfortunately, I think he kind of has to leave Hannah in the dust. I think at this point, yeah, you got to say sayonara. Yeah. Although I did just see something on Instagram that I did not realize when I first saw it, that Hannah had posted um, on her story a picture of her with a ring pop on her finger with Truth Hurts by Lizzo playing in the background, apparently there is somewhere in the universe Tyler Drunk saying that he wouldn't even put a ring pop on her finger. Oh, really? Yes, I literally just saw this. And (laughs) it blew my mind. It made me very upset because, I'll be honest, the whole season I was a fan of Tyler, but I was not as obsessed with him that, 
as the rest of Bachelor Nation is. But then I listened to him on Nick Vial's podcast and truly fell in love. He just seemed like an actual genuine human being. I was like, all right, yeah. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm in on Tyler. And then I see this. I'm like, man, like we're rooting for you, dude. <laughs> like, come you on. Let get out. You let it, he's got to keep that on lockdown. Don't let those videos get out, Tyler. Come on. I'm, I'm upset. You know, I mean, look. He's just a dude, and this must be like crazy for him, right? To uh, oh. I was talking about it with my wife, and I've never, you know, I've been watching this show for so long, and I'm a reality TV fan. Mm-hmm. And he might, alongside, like, I don't think there's been anything like this since the Jersey Shore crew that people have just like exploded from That's- nothing in the background to like. A list something everywhere. You wouldn't be surprised if he's hanging out with like Brad Pitt or something like that. See, I'm an old That's person. a great point. That's, <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, he's just, he ex- just exploded. And it's just, you've got to think that it must be crazy for him to be experiencing this. Absolutely. You I can know? only imagine, like, I'm sure his mind is just blown yeah. at the fact that he, he's already at 2 million followers. That's unheard of crazy and good for him i i mean good for him yeah you got to control it though and there's going to be the negative stuff is going to come out and um actually ali on the facebook page shared this chris harrison tyler c won't be the next bachelor after Gigi hadid date Mm -mm. and chris was like you know he's you know he's bigger now he's moved on or something this we and he kind of alluded the way he said it was like Almost like since he's dating around so much, he's not bachelor material or something. I feel like I feel like Chris is a little butthurt that yeah. like Tyler didn't like ask her <laughs> permission to go on a date with Gigi Hadid. Like yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Daddy yeah. Chris, but like yeah, come he has, on, he's got to do what he's got to do. You know, I, I'm up, I'm upset about it, but he doesn't have to ask your permission. Yes, I I I mean, look, there the ABC would be so dumb to not weeks ago months ago while they were editing this to not have asked this guy to be the bachelor Mm -hmm. so i have no doubt that he maybe was just kind of weighing his options and if i was his buddy or if he called me and he was like hey axel what do you think i should do i would be like do not be the bachelor man no i don't think that's the move for him I think he has a very high ceiling, and I think The Bachelor would would stop him in his tracks for a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And not because I wouldn't love to see it, because I think- Oh, I he, mean, yeah. yeah. It would definitely be, be an inter- interesting season, yeah. but- Oh, it would, be the, it would be great. He's, I mean, he really is. I really like the dude. I think that, I mean, obviously, I love the woke part and the respect yes. part. That's very yes. cool. And um, actually, the first time we spoke, I was saying to you that the thing that he does where when a woman, uh, when it was Hannah in this case, of course, uh, tells him about her feelings, he just accepts it, mm-hmm. right? He doesn't do what a lot of these dudes do, which is try to like convince her it's different or like try to like basically convince her of something, right? Of like right. tell her. He just always accepted Hannah up to the end where he was like congratulating her for having sex four times in the window. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that was wild. Which was like, that's even like, 
I don't know if I could do that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's mucho progressive, Tyler. I appreciate it. He definitely, definitely came out as like the nicest guy on the planet. Yeah. And not, and not too, but not too nice. Right. Like he wasn't, it wasn't sappy. It was, it was like kind of strong. And plus the fact you're looking at like Paul Newman, circa 2019 right like he to me that's what he looks like to me he's like a young paul newman if i had a picture in my mind of young paul newman i would agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> i'll put i should put one on the page i was, I was gonna put it my wife was like you're too old don't put a picture of paul but if you look at a picture of a young paul newman and tyler it's like and my wife always says that's like the ultimate you know like that dude was the eyes every just He's like, has a kind of, he looks like he's going to ride up on a horse and rescue you. If Tyler could ride a horse. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I forgot about that. I forgot. But, All right. But that's, yeah, that's yeah. fair. Ty- Tyler and that article though. Yeah. I, I, I just think, you know, whatever Chris Harrison has to say what he says. I don't, yeah. fa- I don't ever fault the guy. He's, no, you know, yeah. he works. He's for the, the producer. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's got to do what he's got to do. But um, there was also this thing about him ditching this court date, which I think was baloney anyway. Like that's just – now it's like these articles are so fast. It's like in a day, the new it, – it's it's like a minute news cycle with Tyler. Mm-hmm. They're just following this dude around. So they're going to find something. So anything he does, it's like Tyler didn't wash his underwear today. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean – they're going to try and drag him in some capacity because at this point he just looks too perfect. <laughs> yeah. But we wish him luck. Good luck to you, Tyler. We'll see you again sometime. Probably uh, not on the bachelor though. I think that his days uh being, I wonder how long it's going to last. We'll see. But as bachelor in paradise kind of picks up, I think Tyler might just kind of leave us in the dust. Yeah. You know? He'll definitely stay in our lives in some capacity. Yeah. But for now we have Blake. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Oh boy. We did four hours of this show this week. We took a bunch of notes, but when we broke it all down, it's like four storylines and we're just going to get to it. Yep. What is your take on, and now it's, this too has spilled over to Instagram, to Twitter and shout out to the Facebook page and so many people for keeping me up to date because this is my main source of figuring out everything that's going on. Um, there was yeah. a great uh, post here. I'm bringing it up as my slow ass old man internet goes on uh, <laughs> about, yeah, all this stuff on Buzzfeed about that just went all Blake released all these texts afterwards yeah. that this happened. And I want, I'm interested to hear, cause I'm looking at the notes and I can see we have different opinions. What do you think about this whole thing? I, I'm very perplexed right now because I, I don't know who to, who did believe, you know, the past two nights, obviously I just thought Blake was a piece of shit. I mean, to be blatantly honest, like I was screaming at the TV every single time he was, he, I just, he drove me crazy and I, I wanted to believe Kalen. I really did. And then last night I'm on Instagram and I see everything blow up, everything. And, and Blake shares the text exchange between him and Kalen, where basically on Bachelor in Paradise, Kalen is saying, 
oh, like he hooked up with me the night after yeah. he hooked up. With he Christina. ghosted me. And then he ghosted me and yeah. then he told me to hide it. And these texts don't really support that. <laughs> no, they, don't. They, they support that she was like forcing him to have sex with her. They're yeah, really weird. Like, I'm in an I'm in an Uber coming over. Yeah, and, and he's I, like, no, I have willpower. Right? Am I? And, I'm reading it right, right? Like it's hard to. I I have to like go back to my phone to figure out which one is blue and which one is gray. Right. But I I'm pretty sure that he's the one sending the. Uh, wait, let's see. He's the he, one sending the blue ones. Yeah, he's in okay. the blue. Right. Yeah. Thank God they both have iPhones. Like, what the, <laughs> if, if these were green, I would not even pay attention to yeah. it. <laughs> uh, I don't even, I mean, but I was at first, I kind of, sometimes I just stick to the show, you right. know, because it can get so deep and I, I only have so many hours in the day. Right. But uh, we're doing a podcast. So I read them and I read the <laughs> article and it just seemed to me that. I'm, I, I mean, first, I got to say, I'm not sure that this whole thing isn't a setup. That's honestly, I've been thinking about that too. I'm like, did the producers plant this seed in Kaylin's mind to stir this up? Because it all just seemed very convenient. Yeah. It, it, and, and or them too, because if you're working on these shows and I've worked on, I haven't worked on a bigger reality shows like this, but I worked on a couple smaller reality things and had to talk about, oh, we're going to do this or this. If the people on the show can bring it, you let them do it. Right. You know? And I kind of feel it's the it's the way that he was crying. Like, I feel so terrible. And like, he's holding, he's like pinching. What was with that chest pinching? Okay. I was like, is he trying to make himself <laughs> cry? Like, what is yeah. happening? I was literally getting angry. I'm like, Blake, stop weird. being a crybaby. You're like acting like a child. Uh, oh it my was, God. I totally agree. I was like, dude, just shut up. Oh my God. You know, it was very, it was very, <laughs> it was very strange. And then she now. She acted a little bit like this in the season with Colton, but so, not this far gone. That's kind of that. I've always gotten a slimy vibe from her. Yeah. I, you know, ever since Colton's season, the feud with Hannah B, I, you know, at first, everyone was like, oh, we're Team Kaylin. Like, definitely seems like Hannah B's the crazy one. And then as things started to come out more, you're like, oh, seems like Kaylin may have been twisting this around. And then Kaylin was involved with the, you know, are they here for the right reasons situation, you know? Mm -hmm. And she's just been a part of all of this just sliminess. And I, it's just another, another just part of the pattern. And I, I don't know. I don't like it. it. It's, it's turning me off of her completely. I really, I really wanted to like believe her and like, say like yeah like Blake sucks which I mean at, at its core yes what Blake did does suck like does suck 100%. Well wait, what did he do? So they were all at stagecoach and I you know I don't think anyone knows the timing of like was he actually with Christina at the time but he was at stagecoach hooked up with Christina night 1 then apparently day 2 during the day was flirting with Tasha the whole day and then proceeded to hook up with Kalen that night okay so but, but this is what i'm saying what is and this is the problem i had because sarah i don't disagree with you i'm not a blake fan but i also kind of feel like 
what is wrong with that? Like, and I feel like if he had just been honest, right. And he had just said, yeah, look, the, the, the mean things he supposedly said were not cool. Like, you know, you're a mistake or waking up in bed with her in the next morning and be like, yo, guess what? I screwed the other girl yesterday. Ha ha. That's yeah. not cool. No. Right? Like nobody needs to hear that. Like, you know, whatever, you, you know, depending on how the, what the vibe is, who knows, but that doesn't seem cool. But as far as what his actions were, I, I thought the reason why I thought it was fishy is all of the, like, I feel so bad about what I did to these women. And even on the Instagram post, it's like, I did such bad. It's like, dude, what did you, like, what did you do? You're not, I mean, like, so you slept with one girl and then you slept with another girl. Maybe you lied to him. It's not the end of the world. I, I just it, felt like it was overblown. It was classic fuckboy behavior. And, and in this yeah, day, so just admit no, to one, it. no one wants to be around someone like that. At least I do not. <laughs> and I, I guess I, I won't. I won't to, it could only be a fuck boy if people are fucking him. So somebody I wants mean, to hang out with him, right? <laughs> like clearly, clearly Hannah G still, still does. Exactly. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like his game is what's wrong, right? Is, is yeah. the deception. Exactly. That's what's not cool. It's like, be you, man. If that's what you want to be, like, I'll throw it over to uh, Shep on Southern Charm. I don't know if you watch that show. I'm a fan of Southern Charm. Not yet. It's on the okay. list. <laughs> it's great. Uh, but he is a philanderer. But yeah. it's like, before he has sex, he says to every girl, he's like, look, I'm not going to be your boyfriend. Do you still want to have sex with me? And they're like, yes. And he's like, okay, then let's do that. And he's just like, always honest about it. I think as long as a person is up front, it's cool. But Blake's problem is that he's like a jellyfish. Yes, exactly. I mean, I think this is just this is just classic, you know, college like frat boy drama. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he just needs to be honest about it. And I, I mean, according to these texts with Kaylin, he was. So yeah. I mean, I. I'm very perplexed. I I need to see more come out about it. <laughs> I haven't seen anything come um, from Kaylin. She, I have, I, I may have missed something today, but mm, I have not seen anything no. come from her. And I'm curious what well, her take is on this. She she's smart to keep quiet now because yeah. he's digging his own grave. Oh yeah, right. I mean, like, re releasing the text <laughs> is say anything. Like I get. I get like between the rock and the hard place that he felt he was in to have to release those texts, but like there's going to be so much backlash, dude. Like it's, ugh. yeah, he's no, he's looking for like more followers and drama and to keep it flowing and to get the, you know, to get it, just keep it going because keep his influencer status. Yeah. I mean, I think that's yeah. really what it's about and, and releasing it at when the show's airing and like, because it just, I still like, I will debate it in my mind as though it is real, but there is also another part of me that says, I do kind of feel like, like even Christina's involvement in it and the whole like lead up that, between the episodes that we were going to have a, um, you know, she was going to take him down, right? Yeah. She's like, I'm going to make Blake my bitch. Like, <laughs> like it, was, 
Then it was so anticlimactic. I was so mad. I'm like, this is this was you making him your yeah, bitch? Like, I no. Was I was nothing. so mad. What, by riding with him in a dune buggy? <laughs> you know, like, I don't, and then telling him that he hurt it. your feelings. Like, oh, good job. And Thank then you. it seemed like and and the interest and I have to credit Blake in that conversation because he looked to her and he said, Do you have feelings for me? Yeah. And she would, she wouldn't answer. She was like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then that I kind of respected him at that point, but he didn't carry that through. He kept on and then sitting there in front of the camera, squeezing the chest and the crying. I just feel like everyone involved here is no good. (laughs) Like I don't, everyone is just looking so immature. Yeah. I don't really side with, um, with anyone that uh oh this is uh let's sequoia if i'm pronouncing that correctly on uh the page said blake uh kaylin drama is just like colton tia last year where i simply hate all involved and i'd rather see other things that are going on yeah i i've been thinking this whole time like this better not be the blake show because i'm gonna pull my hair out yeah i agree i agree and I, I, I like that too, because my wife said the same thing to me and she was like, I'm kind of glad that they're, this is like getting super dramatic early because then yeah. it can flame out. Absolutely. Like get this over with, get it out of the way, because if we have another Colton Tia situation, I'm not going to survive. Yeah. this can't go. <laughs> And it kind of did, right? Because it was first, it was Blake, Kaylin, Christina, and Taisha. And then at the end- Blake jumps into the Hannah situation where I was like, this is the quickest turnaround I've ever seen. Like literally this dude went and took a pee, all the feelings he had, the chest pinching, everything went away and he decided he was in love with Hannah. Well, it was funny. Demi had this like phenomenal quote. I'm pretty sure it was Demi and she called it polygamy summer camp. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. And I'm like, that's that's yep. the most accurate way to describe Bachelor in Paradise is polygamy summer camp. Yeah, and I don't know. Uh, well, let's talk about let's talk about Hannah. Um, what is your feelings on Hannah G? And she's got three dudes: Dylan, Wills, and Blake. After her, I say, go for it, girl. Like, live your life. <laughs> like she is living her best life. I feel like she's honestly, for the most part, was going about it the right way. Um, I mean, obviously people are going to get hurt yeah. in that situation. Um, the whole, like, you know, we wouldn't even be in the situation if Blake would have just asked Hannah G on the date in the first place, which still pisses me off that he asked Tasha instead. I'm just like, we like none of this drama would have happened. I mean, yeah, granted, you know, it's, you're right. It's, it's like he got waylaid, right? Yeah. He was just like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's interesting. Cause it goes to show the quintessential question of bachelor in paradise do you go there to have fun or do you pick a person and just go after them? Yep. You know? And it's Absolutely. like if Blake had went in door number two where he just went for the person he wanted from the beginning and forgot about all that other stuff and ignored it, it may have worked out differently because Hannah definitely seemed into him. Oh, Absolutely. And apparently they were talking before the show. So I'm pretty sure they both came into it thinking yeah. that – they were going to get together. And then he goes and just plot twist, picks Tasha for the date. And then Dylan shoots his shot with Hannah and they start hitting it off. 
<laughs> you know? I, I kind of feel, I, you know, I invariably kind of put myself into the show, like who I would be. Mm-hmm. And though in many ways I'd want to be someone more confident and like um, just basically confident, I'd probably end up being like a Dylan. <laughs> the guy is, uh, it's kind of sad. He's oh man. It's like how, it's like within six hours. She like, how many, how long, what was it? 12 hours that she made out with the two dudes. <laughs> yeah. And by the second time, she felt you could see how bad she felt. I know. You know, she's, and and just poor Dylan. But uh, I, uh, I feel for the guy. But the yeah. fact that all he says to Hannah is like, "I'm so excited about this. I can't believe this." <laughs> yeah. Like, dude. Like, let's start talking about something substance. Yes. Like, yeah. let's come on. He's pretty one dimensional, and he's just got the like the glass, the rose colored. He's like, oh, you know. Uh, yeah. My wife calls her a mini Barbie. She, um, yeah. she, she does have that face. She definitely does. <laughs> she's I, like I think doll. she is, I think she's gorgeous oh, and I'm yeah. so excited that we actually get to see her personality because I was very upset at the edit that she got on Colton season where it was just like dull, like mm-hmm. nothing really there, but definitely. like you can see that she is this funny, like awkward, like hilarious person. And I'm excited that we finally get to see that in, in bachelor in paradise. I agree. I really like her. And I think that because, and I, I must admit, I mean, this show is a show of looks, right? I mean, absolutely. Uh, You know, you see her and I did think she looked like a little doll, right? Like, it's almost like she's got like, her eyes are like stuck open really wide. (laughs) And you know, like you're waiting for the little blink to come down or something. If you move the head And, uh, I didn't really think much of her. And then at the end of the two episodes, I'm like, yo, she's got like three dudes after her. Now, Dylan and Wills, I both think are pretty cool guys. Yeah. You know, they're stand up dudes. I don't think that, you know, I don't know them, but they seem like, Hey, not that bad. Blake, on the other hand, not a huge fan. Yeah. Uh, And she does see, oh, go ahead. Yeah. It, I like I was gonna say I, I I see the appeal of Hannah G. I don't see the appeal of Blake. No, no. You know, I, yeah, and I that's what I'm saying is like she she at first I was like oh Hannah G. Okay, not that interested. Then she almost became more interesting to me by the fact that so many guys were interested in her. Yeah, and I was like oh what's up with her? And then I was like oh she's kind of cool. I see what. And then she was honest with Dylan, which I thought was cool. Uh, Just lay it out. That's what you got to do. Just lay it out. There's no point in wasting time with the conflict, right? Yeah. And And then uh, she tells what, like tells Wills, like, don't waste your rose on me. Like, go find somebody. And I thought that, I thought that was admirable. I I think she did the right thing there. That was great. And it, it also affords her the opportunity to have more, like, if you're on this show and you're thinking about like the people who gravitate towards the drama I think don't realize that they're cutting off the opportunity for even more screen time of just more experience, right? Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't always need to be the negative that the producers will like include in the edit. And I think Hannah is just by being herself is picking up on that. So I I dig her, but then I was kind of upset at the end because I was like, "Uh uh-oh, let's see what happens with Blake. But I kind of feel like she's going to figure him out. I hope so, because I was screaming at the TV. I was like, don't go back to Blake. No, like, 
You she, had something so good with Dylan. You know, it's also maybe that she may be a good fit for him and she might be able to temper his bullshit quotient. You know what that's I'm a valid, saying? That's a very valid point. Very valid point. You know? Who knows? Sometimes because like I don't think Blake is a bad dude. Like like I'm saying, if he it's just about being who you are, all this feeling bad, this guilt nonsense is, is just like wasted. Do your thing, Blake. Be you, right? Yeah. If, and maybe she'll just kind of free him to do that. So I'm interested to see. I'm 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 willing to give it an opportunity. I'm not going to be like annoyed if they spend a lot of time on this. They definitely have the opportunity to grow on me for sure. Yeah, definitely. And if, and if they can just kind of get together, no more drama, fade off into the distance and allow me to see the rest of bachelor in paradise, <laughs> then I will be down for the two of them getting together. Yes. So let, let's move it on to clay. W- what's up with clay. I like this guy. I love Clay. I loved him on Becca's season, and I love him even more now. Yeah, and, and even though I will have to say, I did get a little bit of the like that Mike Tyson vibe, like he's such a big dude, <laughs> and he's he, like he has a very interesting voice, he and does. I, I think I think I like it. I, I think I, I've been trying to decide if I do or not, and I think I've decided that I like it. I I definitely like it, and I like the way he kind of like over like he talks almost like a teacher yes when he was talking to annalise and he kept telling her that she was misinformed yeah and he just kept saying misinformed misinformed and i was like all right i'm i'm with it like probably he's correct (laughs) and and let me tell you this guy he should be a coach he he played football and if he doesn't know this or no one tell please if someone knows (laughs) <laughs> tell him clay be a coach you would be he would be a fantastic football coach yeah he's because, very articulate yeah and exactly what you said where he was like repeat like he said i like the way he repeated that that's why i was like he's like he stays on point he's not gonna let her kind of get him into the weeds he was mm-hmm. like look you're misinformed that's not what happened and i honestly th- i think that this whole thing boils down to annalise just should mind her own business why she's even on this season, oh. I cannot comprehend. She makes me nervous. She makes me nervous. Like, just looking at her from day one. I can't remember what season she was on, but she always seems nervous. And she has just always made me nervous. And I think that she, if if what's going on with Blake and Kaylin is real, and what's going on with Annalise is real... I think they all are not of this bachelor world. Like it's like they can't handle it. Yes. You they know? are not they are just not ready for this kind of exposure. <laughs> no, they're not. They're too and I almost I kind of feel like when it comes to Annalise, I kind of almost feel bad because I don't dislike her or anything. She doesn't see she, it's just like it's almost like someone who it's like she's obsessed to a point. Like yeah. what person, what friend haven't you heard after they broke up and are upset about it doesn't say, oh, I thought they were going to marry me. And, you know, I like that's what goes behind closed doors. What goes on behind closed doors is their business. Exactly. It's none of her business. And she just is trying to stir up drama. And and the minute that she walked down those stairs, I'm like, why is she here? Why are we torturing this poor girl again? Like yeah. she's just going to get her heart broken again because she just falls too hard too quickly. She does. Whitney on the Facebook page said, why don't they have a therapist on call for the contestants? 
And then someone else mentioned, would you watch it if they did therapist sessions? Absolutely. During the show. Because they do this on uh, Married at First Sight. They have, and I know, I don't think you watch that, right? You don't watch that. Oh, I have not watched it. However, it is coming to DC and my friends did sign me up for it, <laughs> oh, but, no. but I did not get picked. So don't okay. worry guys. I'm All not right. going to be on a reality show. The podcast will get, that would have been amazing. Wow. We could, we got, okay. I, that would have been quite a crossover if that was happening, but don't worry. They're filming right now in DC. I'm not on it. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. We might have to do a whole segment about the decision to do that. And did you really think about it? But that's like that. We'll have to save that for another day. That is a discussion for another yeah, day. For that's sure. Crazy. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I dig that. Um, I, the shows that include a therapist and it depends because I got to be honest, like, I think that some of these people are just young and on TV. You know what I mean? So the therapy can only go so far before it becomes something that I think is probably just for TV anyway. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I like, I, my initial reaction would be, yeah, that would be cool. But then I also kind of think like, Part of the fun is suspending your disbelief a little bit. That's a very, very good point. And and your point about a bunch of young people on TV, I was thinking about this. I've noticed that a lot of the guys seem to be like early 30s, like Blake, Chris, uh, Derek. And then we have all these like really young girls from Colton season. And that, like I know, you know, a seven, you know, five, six, seven year age difference doesn't seem like a lot. But I feel like... yeah. You you have these young 23-year-olds, they're going to cause drama, you know, more so than a 30-year-old woman would. And so I think that that contrast is going to be interesting to see how that plays out. That is that's you know, I would have to go through and see there's a couple, I mean, I think like JPJ is young, Kevin is True. young, but you're right, some of them are a little bit older and I have to say, man, when I found out that Chris was how old is he? Thirty two. Thirty two. I was I was blown away. I thought yeah. he was going to be like Nick's age <laughs> or older. I thought there was like a forty year old coming in. I thought he was older than me. I'm forty five, and I have to admit now. You know, if you're listening to the Facebook page, you can click and see my picture. But you know, <laughs> please don't comment down below. But um, <laughs> I thought he was uh, and he has a kind of gerard butler thing going on with like there's a lot of Ooh, I was, right yes. i'm looking at it now and i'm like i just kind of know it just clicked for me that is it you're totally right you know but um yeah i don't know i i like chris i think that he is uh a cool dude but the age difference it's almost like it's not so much age as like lifestyle and experience. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I feel like so, when when you're fresh out of college, you're 23, yeah. like it's so different. Like I'm even I'm even so different now at 27 from girls straight out of college, you know? It, it's yeah. just it's you have so much more life experience. Well, people are going to say, "Oh, 5 years life experience." Like, "Oh, so much more." But I I think it it really does make a difference. Yeah. Well, all right. For Clay, uh, just to get back to Clay and this whole, I mean, I think the therapist thing came up when we were talking about Annalise, but I just hope, I hope she just finds someone to, you know, she's going to kind of find someone and obsess on them and cry and talk about how she feels for the first time that someone appreciates her. 
Uh, and you know, let's so go ahead and roll that and get her stop bothering Clay. But I think he handled that rather well. I think he did like a very good job. You know, with that. yeah, because he was respectful to her too. He rightfully yes. could have said, "Like, mind your own damn business." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? and I I'm excited for what him and Nicole will bring to the table. I, I'm yeah. excited about that pairing. Yeah, I do like that because Nicole is pretty cool. I dig her. I will say at first I was like, uh, crybaby Nicole's back, but she's growing on me for sure. Yeah. I don't really, what was, uh, when was she? Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. She yeah. had the feud with Onyeka and yes. was crying and, you know, was playing the victim, yada, 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 which Onyeka definitely came at her hard and like it, she definitely deserved to be upset, but I think she went a little too far with it. Yeah. But. And that wasn't too much. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that I'm able to see her in a new way rather yeah. quickly, you know, just like Onika, who has become like the mouthpiece and she really has. Be- yeah. Become like the commentator like of the show. I like it too. Yeah. I think she does a good job with it. I think she, I, I almost like her better doing that than being. I feel the same way almost about Demi. Yes. I love oh, Demi. Demi. I almost feel like she is giving Chris Harrison a run for his money and I could just have her doing the rose ceremonies and like, she just like anytime, feel, she just does anything, anything you need I, to be done. Demi will be there. She'll do it. I feel like she should be behind the bar with Wells yeah, and just, and just being the, and Wells kind of is the therapist. So yes. to speak, this season, he, they have really upped him because he was, I guess, when you get engaged to the girl from Modern Family, you know what I'm saying? It's like ABC. I, I love it. They got to do it. Good for him. You're a fans of them, right? So I'm a big Modern Family fan. I love Sarah Hyland. I love their relationship. I love Wells' dog. I just love everything about them together. I'm so excited that they're engaged. And I'm so excited that like they found a good spot for Wells on this show. But I think they underutilized him in the past. Yes, definitely. And I think they have learned from that. And I'm excited to see what his role will be going forward. Yeah. And he flipped it on uh, Bibiana because at first when he was giving her like doing the advice thing, mm-hmm. she kind of had a wall up and she was yes. like, really, Wells? And then he just kept, he just like, hey, look, I'm just talking. And he just kept on going. And then all of a sudden her walls came down and she was like actually listening to him. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not often on a reality show like this, that one of these things kind of clicks. Yep. And I feel like at that point, his role on the show, like actually really clicked. And I realized, wow, he's on it a lot more. I like what he's saying to people. It's, and, and they're getting the, um, one thing I also notice is they're getting the cast to comment on the other cast members a lot more yes directly and i like the like in groups like what do you think of this what do you think of that i just think they've done a good job over these two episodes they were really good episodes to me i thought it was a phenomenal first week i had a lot of fun one of the funnest parts was uh funnest was when uh (laughs) (laughs) when jane who we differ on we differ on Jane. jane Oh, she needs to go. Yeah. See, I kind of like Jane reminds me of I'm from like a town in northern Jersey, and she does really remind me of a lot of girls I grew up with. So I kind of had an instant like I felt at home with her. But now she's kind of almost quickly went over the edge for me. 
first of all, she disrespects hot sauce by brushing her teeth <laughs> with hot sauce. I'm a that girl that loves nasty. hot sauce as oh. much as the next person, but you do not disrespect hot sauce like that. Yeah, that was kind of nasty. I was, uh, yeah, my, not... my, my stomach like turned over. Yeah. I was like, uh-uh, oh, no, no, bad. no. Taking a little break here from Sarah and I's discussion of Bachelor in Paradise to remind you that there's only one paradise on the internet. And that place is cufflinks.com. Go to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Use code DVR20 to save 20% off your order. No minimum anytime, baby. But better yet, use code designer25 to save 25% off great designers at cufflinks.com today. Elevate your style when you walk out in the morning. You know, this isn't just for events, but if you do have an event, go to cufflinks.com. But this is just if you want to look good, they've got ties, cufflinks, pocket squares, socks, all the great stuff. Go to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. I I just I can't deal with Jane. <laughs> what what annoys you about her? Well, I think I think she initially started to piss me off at Women Tell All when she had to put her two cents in about things that she wasn't there for and had nothing to do with her, but she just was trying to get her voice out there so she would get picked for Paradise. And here she is on Paradise like she wanted, and everything she says is so annoying. It's just like Valley Girl. <laughs> It's like she just is trying to, you know, poke her head up and be like, hey, guys, like, what's going on? Yeah, I can't, I can't deal yeah. with her. She, I feel like she hit her quota for how many words she's allowed to say. And ever since then, it's just annoying. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like she's going to be talking to raccoons pretty soon. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, if she wants to stick around, I would say to Jane, like, lean into the crazy because you're already giving off that vibe. Yeah. Uh, you I, know, and especially after you poison JPJ, who is a hero to most of America. dare she do <laughs> such a thing? Like, if she wants to go off and be with Cam, like, go ahead, because I don't want to see any more of Cam. Yeah. Oh, so they man. can just go off and just be in a bungalow by themselves and yes. just talk about crazy things to each other. He can rap about hot sauce to her. Yeah, I uh, Cam is just kind of there for me, you know. I get the whole shtick. And I actually think he kind of was sincere towards the end there. But I also kind of feel like Cam is the sort of guy that if one girl likes him, he then will assume that any female within like three feet of him wants to immediately have sex with him. You know what I mean? Like his confidence will go – he'll go from like – regular to happy to so utterly super confident and annoying and the fact that kaylin went after him i was like oh no oh no like you're like i know she's just using him for a rose and it's gonna crush the poor guy but like also (laughs) i i i that's the thing that i don't know with that with either of them right like i could see him going off and being happy and then that's they're a couple you know, but yeah. I could also see one of them just imploding it for the drama of it all or the spectacle. So I don't really trust it. And quite frankly, I could just, I, I don't really need either of them. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Nope. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the people that we haven't talked about. Some of the people that are kind of on here and aren't involved in these main uh, 
main focus of our yes. uh so let's who are some of the other people like Kevin what do you think of Kevin? Kevin. So I I've, I was kind of lukewarm about Kevin when he was on Hannah's season. I thought he was fine. I felt bad that he separated his shoulder, you know, got he was one that got hurt and had to go. Yeah. But I think I think he's going to have a good paradise. I, I loved when he cock-blocked Cam. <laughs> I forget who Cam was talking to, but he was talking to someone on the beach, and he just walks up. Oh, was he talking to Katie maybe? And Kevin just walks up and was like, bye. <laughs> I loved it. I loved yeah. it. I like a man. He's got the new look, right? Yes. He, he he seems like to me like a dude for like before high school or college who like kind of listened to everyone who's like, this is your chance to be whoever you want to be. Yes. You know? And then he was like, this is a look at my new muscles and I'm like this. And he kind of, but also I think he could become a little bit overconfident very quickly. Yeah. yeah, I I could see him getting involved in some drama down the road. Yeah, definitely, yeah, or, for or, sure. or having several women after him as well. Yes, I could definitely see that happening. And you are. I, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say you are a, a John Paul Jones fan. I am. So he's he's a DC guy. Um, he went to Catholic University, so he's a local boy. So I definitely am rooting for him. Um, I will say when he got out of the limo the first night of Hannah's season, I was like, God, no, like get rid of this <laughs> That's guy. That's what I thought. Yep. I was like, I can't, I can't deal yeah. with this lunatic, but he really grew on me and yeah. I, I love a good chicken nugget as much as the next person. So <laughs> I think I'm that, on board. Yeah. I think that's exactly his charm is that he came off so douchey in the beginning, yes. but then you, he, he knew he was almost like self-aware enough and it made you kind of like him. And I like yeah. the dude. And I think it was just kind of sweet that he kept on apologizing. Like he's vomiting like this taco or whatever it was. What the hell did she put in that? I, I'm like, what the hell, Jane? Like this. It was weird. <laughs> this is the golden boy. You don't mess with the golden boy. What was that? Was it? I was like, I've never seen someone food poisoned so quickly for such I mean, an extended period of time. It must have been like too hot of hot sauce. Like you definitely would never survive an episode of Hot Ones. No, that's for sure. No, yeah. Oh, that's right. It was the hot sauce. Yeah, that's, I'm assuming because Jane yeah. disrespects hot sauce that she poisoned JPJ oh, with her man, hot sauce. And you figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. See, I am. Uh, I can't like pepper is hot to me. So oh, I love hot sauce. Oh, not I love me. It. Oh my. See, and the problem is I just like I love Ethiopian food and there's a farmers market. I live out here in Portland and they have a farmers market in our little town and uh I go there and I get Ethiopian food and then and then I love it when I'm eating it and then for like 3 or 4 days after I regret it. <laughs> and, I, I understand. <laughs> and that's not even that spicy. You know, so I, I can understand him having, he, he is of, uh, yeah, I could see that JPJ is like me. He can't take the hotness, man. He's, he's yeah. got, he's got to put it down. But speaking of the hotness, one person who I can't believe doesn't have every guy going after her. And I have to say, she's my favorite is Katie. You took the words out of my mouth. I was just going to say, I love Katie. Oh I God. love, I loved her on The Bachelor. I love that yes. she was part of the beginning of Hannah's season with Demi. I like I just think she needs to be a part of the show more and I'm really really happy that she's on Paradise. I I absolutely I 
I, this is this is going to be one of the weirdest things I ever said, <laughs> but I'm going to say it. I am le- I'm a nose man. Is that a weird thing to say? Like I okay. lo- I love like for me I love women's noses. Like I love when my when I met my wife like the first time I saw a picture of her, I was like, "Oh my god, I love her nose." I love Katie's nose. I don't know. It's a weird thing. I'm I'm not going to get into any weird fetishy shit. I don't do that, but I'm just saying I love her. I think she's gorgeous and we haven't gotten enough of her. I don't know her. Like I just, I I don't have much more to say because she just seems nice, but we, we don't really know her that well. I'm really excited to see what she does in paradise. It seems like she does have a bit more going on, you know, based on the previews, she's crying. So I'm curious to see what goes on in the preview. She does say like fantasy suite and and whatnot. So I think we are going to see some good things from Katie. I'm excited about it. I'm down with it. I like yeah. her. I, I like to see more of her. Let's see who else, who else have we had? Oh, man, I think we cut. Oh, what? Oh, you were making fun of me for my demolition man post. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, you're really going after the age difference there with the Wesley Snipes reference. I know, but that's what I said. See, well, my wife is my, she got it, but Will's hair. I mean, I love this dude. I think I've, I like Will's a lot from jump. I liked him. I think he's super cool and he is just upfront too. And he took the whole thing that went down with Hannah very well. Yes. Uh, he was cool about it. And I hope he rebounds and finds someone else that uh, makes really, him happy. I'm really rooting for him because yeah. he's such a sweet, genuine guy. And I really, really hope he can find somebody. Yeah. So wait, let's see who else. Oh, from your notes, you love Derek. Oh, I love Derek so much. <laughs> I... Like, Derek is my kind of man. Okay. And, and I was honestly very upset about his relationship with Taylor, emotional intelligence, Taylor. I just couldn't believe that he would go for someone like that. I mean, I'm sure she's a lovely girl. I'm sure a lot of it was editing, but I just did not see the connection there. And I just, I just love him so much. I, I'm nervous that he is like falling so hard for Demi because I feel like, I feel like the previews have just given so much away and it makes me upset because I, you just know that he is headed towards heartbreak and it, it breaks my heart till I'm just like anxious to see how it all plays out. But you can, you can see it though. Right. Because Demi is like, Hey, this is really cool. Like I didn't expect. And he's like, you're amazing. I love, there's a lot of dudes Fallen he, head over heels so mm-hmm. far. In He's ep- drooling over Demi. Oh. Yeah. And it's like, seriously, somebody's got to like tap him on the shoulder and be like, dude, she's having fun. Mm-hmm. She's going with door A, right? Which is experience, talk yep. to people, have fun, whatever. And you're going B, like, I'm in love with you. Let's lock it up. And I think he's a nice dude. I remember him too from the past. And I remember thinking to myself that he was a nice dude. Yeah. He seems like a good guy. So, yeah. He's just like a normal me. guy. Like he has a good job. Yeah. I would love to see him and Katie get together. I think they would be a very interesting mm, match. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, yeah, I think so. I think though, I don't know, because it seems like 
what I don't usually I see like one has a little bit more maybe she would have a little bit more personality than him. He doesn't yeah. seem to have a super abundance of personality, Derek. And that's what Demi was saying. She's like, I can't be over obnoxiousized or whatever, whatever the, the word she used. Yeah, he's just I was like, like, I was like, Derek's a good one for that. Yeah, he's like, he's there and he seems dependable and he'd be a good guy. And when you get to know him, you can know the depth can get in there, right? You know, right. You stir Absolutely. the sauce a little bit, but right off the bat, I just feel, yeah, Katie would be a good match. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see what happens. But hey, I think we covered anything. Do, do you have. Anything else to say? I don't. I think we kind of talked about everybody. Yeah. I, and, well, actually, so one person that has surprising bit was Sydney. Oh, and, okay. And the fact that she has kind of like buddied up with Kaylin kind of surprises me because Sydney was one of the girls that warned Colton about these girls that were here for the wrong reasons and was kind of a part of like the anti Cassie Kaylin brigade if you will and so the fact that she's kind of become this this confidant to Kaylin is a bit strange in my mind but you know I guess things happen on the season editing happens but I don't know that that is just a little weird for me yeah I I think so too and I think that it's you know sometimes people like fit that role on the show right you know and you've got to get out of that because you want it to be about you Yes. Not that you're the support person. And, and I think I think Sydney and Onyeka have kind of fallen in to that word, yeah. you know, the support system. Yep. Like they've kind of fallen into that role. Well, maybe it's also because they do, they're not really connecting with somebody. You know what I'm saying? That's, and that's true. And also the thing we have to remember is like they've been there for three days. I know. And that probably actually means two and a half days. Exactly. Which I was surprised that they kept like people kept saying, we've only been here for three days. Usually they try and make it sound (laughs) like they try and do an illusion that it's only been a week, you know? Yeah. I know. Well, and they, so I was, I was surprised that they, that the, the producers allowed that to be said. They are really breaking down the fourth wall because yeah. I mean, so much of it is about what happened before. I mean, the first, I, I had it in my notes. Okay. The first person, I think Blake is the first person that they show talking to Chris Harrison before they yeah. enter. Yep. And bl- he says to Blake, the first thing he says is, well, I know you all hang out outside of the show, Yeah, you know, and they're so, and that is what this whole drama is about. So they're really breaking it all down. And I like that. I like that aspect of it, you know, I, and it, I it, kinda, do too. it goes into all different ways that it shows itself. And um, I think, I think the evolution of this show is it's just going to keep evolving with social media and everyone becoming an influencer and everyone knowing each other and talking to each other. I think it's like bachelor in paradise is just going to keep up with how the world is at the moment, you know, with all of this. Yeah. And I almost feel like, and, 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 and strike me down for saying this, but I kind of feel like if there's one show that I feel like Chris is a little out of tune, I kind of feel like, they need someone like a Demi or like a younger per- who like is in like even like a social media check in or how long is it before they're showing the text on the screen? And, yeah. you know, like I wonder where they draw that line because I almost would like them to draw that out a little bit. But Chris kind of having Chris Harrison pop up, 
maybe it grounds it a little bit and brings it back because he always reminds them like you're here to fall in love yeah you know they're all like let's have sex let's get drunk and he's like you're here to fall in love and you're adults now kids. keep your eye on the prize <laughs> yeah, exactly right all right hey i think we're done are we done I think we're done. All right. We're done. This was amazing. This was your first podcast ever. And Sarah, you did fantastic. Thank you. I I was worried. I was like, am I going to be Hannah B on Colton season (laughs) or Hannah B as the Bachelorette? I wasn't sure which way it was going to go, but hopefully it went Hannah B from the Bachelorette. You are Sarah B, Sarah Beast. You beasted (laughs) it out. Uh, You know, I was always sad that she left that name behind because I know I kind of dug that, you know? It said a lot about her, but all right, that's it. Uh, Thanks everybody for listening. Is there anything that you'd like to say before we go? We'll be back next week. We're looking forward to see what happens, right? I think I just have one thing left to say, and that's please rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, baby. DVR podcast. Peace out.